Hello, this is Gabe. It's Thursday, July 6th, but I'm most likely going to be releasing this tomorrow, Friday, July 7th. And before I start talking about I, I'm going to be talking about just news of what's going on in Hollywood and gaming. Before I talk about, well, I'm going to talk about a little bit of, bit of Hollywood news right now anyway. Two episodes ago, I was talking about David Lynch, not David Lynch, um, James Gunn. And how he's taking over DC or has taken over DC. He's working on Superman Legacy. I want to go on a comment he said. And that's about The Flash. I, I don't go to the movies anymore. I really don't. I, I just hate watching movies with the public. I used to work at a movie theater. I've gotten really spoiled on just watching movies with very little people. No one near me. And these days I... I just wait for stuff to come out on digital and just watch it on my big screen. There are some movies I I do wish I would have seen at the theater, but it's no, no big deal. Like Godzilla vs. Kong or Top Gun Maverick, which I saw yesterday again for my fourth time. And yeah, the moving going thing. Uh, I mean, The last movie I went to go see was Sonic the Hedgehog, which I loved. I'm definitely happy I went to go to, to the theater to see that, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, maybe I'll go back. I, I just hate people sitting there enjoying your movie, and some asshole has to get up because he's got to go take a piss or get a refill because he drank his shit too fast, or his kid slapped his popcorn out of his hand, so he's got to go do it. Yeah, I hate that. But The Flash, Um, I, I originally planned to go to the theater to see it. Like, uh, I was pretty excited. But the more I kept hearing stuff about it, especially Ezra Miller, he's a piece of shit. As soon as the news was released that they were going to get Michael Keaton to play Batman again, all I was thinking is just, okay, dude, Warner Brothers, just these motherfuckers can't do anything original. They they look at what Disney and Marvel are doing, and they're totally just ripping it off. Again, I haven't seen it. I am going to watch it once it comes out on digital, which... It's going to be coming out this month, July. I think it's going to be like July, uh, let me see, what's the date? It's coming out July 18th, a month after it came out in the theaters, because it's doing that bad. And Warner Brothers, they, they lost so much money on this. Apparently this movie bombed almost as hard as the last Shazam movie. I think even Black Adam. So... Again, superhero fatigue is a real thing. There's many people who will say it's not. Like James Gunn. He'll say it's not a real thing. That it's just writers who become lazy and they can't write for shit. Which I also agree with him. But, yeah, it's real. But what also happens with the DC... Well, what happened with the DC Universe, or Cinematic Universe... Or the DC Extended Universe, whatever the fuck they're calling it. The problem with that is, when Black Adam came out, that's when we got Henry Cavill make his appearance. Like, okay, cool, Henry Cavill's back, this is gonna be great. What, a week or two later, James Gunn comes out, hey, I'm taking over? Zack Snyder's universe is being scrapped, get, get the fuck out. Oh yeah, and Henry Cavill's not coming back as Superman. So... That news comes out, but we still have, at that at that time, we still had Shazam 2, 
the Flash, and we still got Aquaman left. Again, it it, it takes years when when people get invested in these movies. Like Marvel was like what over ten years with the whole uh, Thanos thing that just died out, or Thanos, whatever the fuck you want to call him. And well, when DC come out and say, hey, you know, the, the Zack Snyderverse, the Snyderverse, it, it's dead because we're going to reboot it. But here's two more movies coming out and there's going to be no end to it. You, you're pretty much going to be left on a cliffhanger. And I guess they were trying to make it not cliffhangerish with The Flash. I don't know. I still need to see it again. But when you have these people who are invested and hear that, they're not going to go watch the rest. It's like, why the fuck am I going to go watch it when it's dead? It's pointless. I mean, shit, what, what's worse? Being told, hey, it's not going to continue, but we still got three more movies coming out or a show that you really like. And you're like, dude, this was like the perfect show and suddenly gets canceled. Oh, man, it's like, shit, which one's worse? A show I think of right away is Constantine, which came out on NBC. The first season was great and they canceled it. Another one I would say would be, damn it, I have to look it up. It's the Tom Jane sci-fi show. The Expanse. There we go. So, The Expanse did pretty good for its first or like one or two seasons, and Sci-Fi suddenly canceled it, and it left a lot of fans pretty pissed off. But then Amazon picked it up and continued, which was really cool of Amazon. I don't know if they finished it or not. I did watch the first season. I can't say if I liked it or not because I saw the first season, and then Robert, you know, my old co-host. Told me, hey, you should watch The Expanse. It's a great show. I'm like, all right, cool. Then I started watching. I'm like, wait, I've seen this already. But I don't remember what the fuck's going on. And then a third time came out. I don't know what the fuck it is with this show that I just kept forgetting. But a third time. Well, I wouldn't say the third time. But the second time Robert told me about the show. Say, hey, did you ever see The Expanse? I'm like, no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He was that Thomas Jane show. It was sci-fi. I'm like, I'll check it out. I started watching it again. I'm like, hey, I've seen this before. But I don't remember. Yeah, I just... Something about The Expanse, it wasn't a bad show, but I just can't remember it. Jesus, man. Oh, that sucks. But yeah, The Flash, coming out <laughs> this month, two weeks. That's sad. Uh, and then, yeah, we still got Aquaman 2. Fuck. People are pissed off with Amber Heard. She's still going to be in it. Jason Momoa is going to be in James Gunn's new universe. Yet Aquaman 2 is still going to be coming out. Man, what the fuck's happening at Warner Brothers? That's the thing. You know, because the, the, the thing can be said for Disney. You know, in, inserting all their fucking politics and bullshit and ruining fucking movies. You know, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Nobody's fucking happy with that movie. Uh, one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, movie reviewers on YouTube, Jeremy Johns, he saw the movie and he says, okay, he put kingdom of the crystal skull back in just to get a refresher and in the end he was like yeah kingdom of the crystal skulls better he said kingdom of the crystal skull is a good movie but it just has really stupid moments that really should not ruin the movie like the fridge and the nuke or the one that i can't get out of my fucking head which is shia labeouf swinging with fucking monkeys like I don't know. I, I thought that was fucking dumb, but I love the movie. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I really love the movie and no one's going to like this, but my favorite Indiana Jones of all time is the last crusade. I really loved it. 
and my second favorite would actually be Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, followed by Temple of Doom and Raiders. Raiders last. And, yeah, I really like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull because I like sci-fi a lot. I don't know if I like it more than fantasy, though, but eh, whatever. But, yeah, Dial of Destiny. Uh, I remember seeing the trailer for that, man. Just CGI Harrison Ford on a horse. I was like, yeah, I can't believe they released this fucking trailer. Is this the way it's going to look when it releases? Or they just couldn't wait. They're like, you know what, dude, this looks so fucking good. Let's get it out to the public now. Oh, man. And and I've been hearing so many complaints about Phoebe Waller. I think that's her name. Uh, she just doesn't belong there. And the characters just don't get along at all. So, I don't know, man. There's just some movies that I just never watch and skip. And I think I think Dial of Destiny might have to be it. Because I think Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was a good send-off. But, you know, Disney, they got to make money off of nostalgia and all that bullshit. Yeah, you know, back to James Gunn. So, he announced that they found their cast for Soups slash Clark Kent and Lois Lane. David Cornsweat. Cornsweat? Jesus. Yeah, David Cornsweat's going to be playing Clark Kent. And Rachel Brosnahan is going to be playing Lois Lane. Hey, like, honestly, anybody can fucking play Lois, so I, I don't give a fuck. As soon as I heard this news, I'm like, shit, dude. Is is this dude... You know, like, when you look at Wesley Snipes playing Blade, you're like, this is like... Wesley Snipes playing Blade is as perfect as Christopher Reeve playing Superman. And in my opinion, still, Henry Cavill playing Superman. You know, are we going to have that? Or are we going to have some shitty Ryan Reynolds as Hannibal King, which was not good at all? I, I don't know about Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan... I remember back in the year 2001, I was saying, if I had a, if I had to, if there was going to be a Green Lantern film, who would I pick to play Hal Jordan? At the time, I thought Jude Law would be great for Hal Jordan. That was my pick back then. I, I would never pick Ryan Reynolds. So, David Sweat. Do I think he, he's got, he's got, okay, he's got that jawline, just like Clark Kent. I believe this guy can pull it off. Maybe. But he just doesn't have that frame like Henry Cavill. I mean, he might be, you know, ripped. But does he have that fucking frame like Cavill? Where when you looked at Cavill, you're like, this is Superman, like, from the comics. When I saw Henry Cavill for the first time on Man of Steel, I thought, this is Jim Lee Superman. When Jim Lee did For Tomorrow, which is the shittiest Superman series ever with Brian Azzarello, who wrote it. He sucks. Worst comic book writer ever. I don't care if you like his 100 bullets or whatever the fuck it was. But Jim Lee, great artist. And he did a great job with Batman and Superman. He did the uh, the art for The Hush. And The Hush was actually written by um, Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb, who also goes by Joseph Loeb, who also wrote Commando, the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So if you've never, if you're into comics and never read Batman The Hush, check it out. Uh, Jeff Loeb did a great job of that, which he also did some uh, series with Superman slash Batman. That, that was that's a comic book. Superman Batman. He he did a really good job. Worked with Michael Turner. Michael Turner did the art. 
Rest in peace. He was a great artist. I loved him. Back to Jim Lee Superman and <laughs> David Corn sweats. He doesn't look like Jim Lee Superman. I I guess I don't know. I still need to see what he looks like. You know what the, what the final product looks on a fucking trailer. He might look uh, like that small guy who played Superman on the the recent TV shows on the CW. He might be that big. Who knows? But even Christopher Reeve was man. That dude was fucking tall. So yeah, Christopher Reeve was Superman. Him and Henry Cavill. So you know, just judging by the face, I I think they did a good job. I I understand that Henry Cavill's older now. I mean, I'd still love Henry Cavill to be soups, but shit happens, man. Time flies. So I understand the whole, you know, well, shit, he's he's older. You could cast somebody younger. So Corin Sweat, from what I know, he's in his 30s, 29 years old. Perfect age to be playing Superman. Yeah, he he looks pretty good, man. Uh, his face, yeah, it's... Man, his face, I don't, know, I don't know if it's just me, but he looks like a young Henry Cavill. But I, I think, I don't know, I, I'm, I don't want to say I got my hopes, hopes up, but I got my hopes up. Which sucks, because the last time I had my hopes up for something like this was uh, when they cast Robert Patterson. Or Pattinson. Yeah, Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Um, I, I never gave a shit about the Twilight movies. I thought about uh, watching them. Just because it's got so much fucking hate. that I'm like, you know what? I'll watch it. See if I like it. Because I, I can actually have fun with movies. I don't go in there like a fucking snob and pick shit apart. Like, dude, if this if it's not if it's not fucking Goodfellas, it's trash. No, I'm not I'm not going to be that fucking dude. If I'm able to be entertained, I'll, I'll say I like it. Speaking of which, I'll be talking about it with... Oh, wait, never mind. But, yeah, I'm going to watch Twilight soon. But Robert Pattinson, when... When the news got out that he's, you know, was announced that he's going to be playing Batman slash Bruce Wayne, I was like, "Hey, I'm all in for this, man." Um, when I saw him on the Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe, I, I was pretty fucking blown away. Uh, I love the Lighthouse; it, it's a great fucking movie. If, if if you're into Robert Eggers' style of directing, which many people will. Honestly, I mean, if people know who Robert Eggers is, they'll think of the witch or the vich. I still don't know why the fuck he spelled it like that, but whatever. But the witch from 2015, it was an okay movie. Um, but the lighthouse was a really great movie. Um, a horror, very artistic horror, and it's about two guys on a, that work on a at a lighthouse back in like shit what 1800s, late 1800s. And they literally start going insane. I actually want to say this would be somewhat Lovecraftian. And because it involves a lot of madness, tentacles, <laughs> the sea. But I wouldn't say it's true Lovecraftian, maybe just inspired. Because it also has bits of other mythology, which I don't want to say. Because if I say it, it'll be a big spoiler for that the very end. It'll be a major spoiler, but whatever. But Eggers went on to do The Northman. Which is definitely one, I wouldn't say like my top 10, but if I had a top 20 movies of all time, it's definitely there. Northman is great, and I still watch it. I am, I need to get it on Steelbook, fuck. But yeah, if you've never seen The Northman, check it out. It's it's amazing. It's a revenge film, and he 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 did an amazing job of making a film be like, okay, well, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a, uh, a Viking tale. 
of revenge with um you know like like based on reality it's not going to be like god of war where the gods get in the way and all that shit you're killing gods no and that's what you think but then little things start happening and you're like okay he has to go get this item then he's fighting some undead thing and you're like okay well that that actually didn't happen but what did it and then magical elements start appearing and you start wondering wait what the fuck's going on so yeah they uh robert eggers man yeah the northman i couldn't recommend it anymore man like or any or harder than what i am already it's this the northman the lighthouse those two or yeah those two films because you know the witch like i said it was all right but the, the northman and the lighthouse easily made eggers one of my favorite directors of uh, recent times and I'm actually excited to see his next film, which is going to be Nosferatu, which comes out 2024. You really need to check out some Eggers film. <laughs> Fuck, we sidetracked hard. Robert Pattinson. But yeah, um, when when Robert Pattinson was, when he was announced as, as Bruce Wayne and Batman, I was excited. I I was like, dude, I love him on The Lighthouse. He's fucking amazing. Let, let's do it. I'm all in. The trailer, uh, the trailer came out. He, I was like, dude, he is perfect. He's fucking perfect when he beats the shit out of that dude. And he's like, I'm vengeance. I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, dude, that's, let's go. I mean, that's all I got to fucking say. So the movie finally comes out. I watch it on HBO Max. And it came out like on HBO Max a couple of days after it came out in the theater. And I hated it, man. You know, Colin Farrell did a good job as a penguin. He was great. Pattinson was cool as Batman. But as Bruce Wayne? Dude, he was just so fucking emo. And I know, I know what it's like when you lose a parent. You know, yeah, he lost both parents in one fucking night. Shit, but you're older now, man. Fucking move on. This dude's just super emo. And I did not like, I did not like that at all. That Batman was just so fucking sad every time he was Bruce Wayne. It was terrible. And... The Riddler looked like the Hush. He looked like the Hush, and his actions were more along the lines of Zaz. But, you know, whatever. And then for no reason, oh yeah, I put bombs on the fucking walls, and I'm going to flood the city. Like, dude, seriously, this movie should have ended, like, ten minutes ago, and you're going to extend it? Yeah, The Batman 2022. Garbage film. I wish it was never fucking made or released. Again, what the fuck's going on at Warner Brothers? But yeah, that's it. That's it on the fucking Batman news. Just, just get the fuck out of here and move on. And while I'm here scrolling around the Hollywood Reporter and checking out all the news, Nicolas Cage set for career tribute at Fantasia Film Festival. Come on, man. Nicolas Cage is a shit, dude. I love that guy. I love all his fucking movies. Even Wind Talkers, which I used to fucking hate. But uh, I kind of learned to like it. But, but uh, since we're just talking about superhero fatigue, we need to talk about John Wick. So I saw one, two, and three. I love part one. Part two, I'm like, okay, this is dumb. Part three, I'm like, why the fuck did I watch this? You know, I know why I watched part three. Because of the two dogs. Those two combat dogs. What were they? German Shepherds? Oh, they were so fucking cool. I I did not like the movie. But when the dogs came out, I'm like, fuck yes, dude. This is why I bought this movie. This is what the fuck I was waiting for, and I, I was not disappointed. I loved those dogs. It was such a good... It wasn't a long moment, you know, a long action scene with them. I was like, oh, I hope they don't fucking kill one, I swear, man, but 
yeah, it, it was cool watching those dogs kick ass. That was like, you 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 know how some people, <laughs> okay, you know how Rogue One, you know, people are like, yeah, it was a cool movie, but the end when Vader came out, yeah, like yeah, this is the best movie ever. You know, I, I personally thought Rogue One sucked, but at the end when Vader came out, I'm like, yeah, this is this is the best movie ever, just because of that one minute Vader scene. That's how I felt about John Wick Three. This movie sucks. But with the two dog action scene, I was like, yeah, this is like fucking great. I love it. Well, I still haven't seen John Wick 4. And I don't know if I'm ever going to because I'm fucking tired of seeing Keanu's face everywhere. Though I do love him as Johnny Silverhand on Cyberpunk 2077, which is a great game. But the dude looks like John Wick everywhere he's fucking in. Like even like even in the last Matrix movies, like what the fuck is John Wick doing here? I'm now on worldofreal.com and Jordan Ruimi, Jordan Ruimi, the uh, the guy who wrote this article, he said, I like John Wick Chapter 4 well enough and for what it was. The thrilling, uh, the thrilling last 75, 80 minutes saved it for me, but gosh, is it ever a repetitive film? I'm wicked out at this point. I mean, how many of these films can be made before people get sick of them? That started happening for me with Marvel after Guardians of the Galaxy 1. I was like, I'm starting to get sick of these fucking movies. Well, I think this is a funny article because there happens to be one guy who did not like did not like John Wick 4. And that's Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone said, I saw John Wick 4 on the plane. Talk about volume. I think the film is disgusting beyond belief. Disgusting. I don't know what people are thinking. Keanu Reeves kills... What, three or four hundred people in a fucking movie? <laughs> oh, man. He goes on to say, as a combat veteran, I got to tell you that not one of the killings is believable. I realize it's a movie, but it's more of a video game. That's what the fuck I've been saying ever since John Wick 2. It's a fucking video game. How many cars can crash? How many stunts can you do? What's the difference between Fast and Furious and some other film? It's just one thing after another. Whether it's some superhuman Marvel character or just some human being like John Wick, it doesn't make any difference. It's not believable. Man. Well, they actually have a kill tracker or kill count. Apparently, John Wick kills 140 people in the fourth film. <laughs> so Stone's kill count is a tad off. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Oliver Stone. I, th I thought Oliver Stone was great up until Alexander came out, and I was just like, I wish Oliver Stone never existed. Alex, you know what? No, I, I mean, you know what? I just wish he never made Alexander there. Alexander's trash, man. But yeah, John Wick, 140 people, Jesus. Well, here's some good news on worldofreal.com. Clint Eastwood, 93, has started filming his final film. Dude, Jesus Christ. Clint Eastwood is 93 years old and his fuck is still directing. That's that's badass, man. I mean, I, I, I haven't seen all of Clint Eastwood's movies, but the ones I've seen, I really liked. But yeah, apparently uh, people are thinking it's going to be his last film. Jura number two is going to have Tony Collette, who was amazing on Hereditary. Nicholas Holt, Kiefer Sutherland. I mean, it's already a movie of the fucking year right there. I love Kiefer. 
The film is set during a murder trial where one of the jurors slowly realizes he killed the victim in a reckless driving accident and tries to save the defendant without incriminating himself. And this is going to be Eastwood's 40th movie, man. Holy shit. Man, let's look at Clint Eastwood's movies. His first movie was in 1971 that he directed. That was Play Misty For Me. Now, let's see what's the first movie I saw that, you know, along this list that he's directed. I, I swear I've seen The Gauntlet. I just don't remember. And I swear I've seen that fucking movie. But one movie I've seen for sure that he directed and produced is Firefox. I love Firefox. If you're into spy movies, check it out. It's about an American spy infiltrating the Russians and trying to get their technology. And this technology is called Firefox. And it's a really good fucking movie. Heartbreak Ridge was a great one. The Rookie with Charlie Sheen. Fuck yeah. Unforgiven. Absolute power. Space Cowboys. Um, I love that movie. Mystic River. Oh man, it's a fucked up movie. Million Dollar Baby. Gran Torino. Invictus. American Sniper. Again, like I haven't seen all his movies, but the movies I have seen, they're great. Oh, Clint. Keep making them movies, man. Oh, shit, I mean, he's 93. He ain't gonna have much time, fucking time. But speaking of directors making movies, there's a rumor that David Lynch is shooting a new film. Well, actually, they don't even fucking know. They just know David Lynch is shooting something in West Hollywood. So, again, from the world of real.com, David Lynch has been spotted shooting something in West Hollywood. They don't know if it's a movie or a show. The last time he did a movie was fucking Inland Empire. Like, what, 2006? And what was the last thing he did as for shows? He, he did Twin Peaks, The Return. And that was for Showtime. But, hey, I'm always excited for David Lynch stuff, man. He's great. He's amazing. We need to talk about Tron. You see, I love video games. And I love movies. So one would think that I would love Tron. Right? Tron, it's about a guy... <laughs> Fuck, goes in a video game. I, I, I totally forgot what the fuck the movie's about. I do remember the special effects, though. I do know it's uh, he's also going up against AI. Or some form of AI. Man, it's been so long since I've seen Tron. Apparently, the, the, uh, the writer-slash-director of Tron, he told The Hollywood Reporter that... He told The Hollywood Reporter on their podcast, which is called It Happened in Hollywood, that the 1982 original was so advanced... We were even ahead of Steve Jobs. Okay, you know what? I read a little bit of this article before I started recording. And it made me think of something else. Which is something I brought up before that I hate so fucking much. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're making a new Tron movie. Things called Aris. Tron. Aris. The fuck is Aris? A-R-E-S. Aris. I don't know. But, yeah, apparently he he went ahead and gave his blessing. I mean, of course, I mean, fucking Disney owns the movie. They're going to do it without his blessing or not. But apparently, and this, this, again, this is from The Hollywood Reporter. He says that he's taking on a Jedi master role in advising the next generation of Tron filmmakers to borrow from another sci-fi franchise. He says, the Tron team is hard at work, says uh, Liz Berger, 72. They are always hard at work. It's going to happen. My goal with these things in playing the Obi-Wan role is to say the one sentence that has an impact. 
I try to say something that is useful to them without getting into the uh, without getting into the weeds. Yeah, so they're making a Neutron movie. Yeah, a Neutron movie. Um, but uh, I guess he's going to tell them to borrow off of Star Wars or whatever. But what I really wanted to talk about from uh, this article is, I guess, the coping or whatever. But he's he's not really happy of how Tron happened at the time of, his, of its release. He thinks he should have been better. But at the time, it was going up against E.T. I mean, of course, how the fuck are you going to beat E.T., dude? I mean, you're going up against Spielberg, really. The dude doesn't want to say that. He's like, oh, it was going up against E.T. Like, no, you were going up against Spielberg, dude. That dude's like one of the masters right there. Yeah, he's, he says that E.T., that it was very touchy-feely. And that Tron became the computer film that didn't appreciate the human condition. And he goes on to say that the movie was ahead of its time. And it, it took years for it to be accepted. And, you know, yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't say it was a fucking failure, though. But, yeah, he. I mean, this dude goes on to say that they were ahead of Steve Jobs. That at that point, people didn't know what the internet was. But, yeah, you know, the movie being ahead of its time and talking about stuff in the future um advanced computers artificial intelligence stuff like that this reminded me of um snow crash by damn it dude the the, movie, uh, the book is so shitty i even forgot the name neil stevenson that's the uh, author so that's one thing i do appreciate about snow crash that when i was reading it, i'm like wow this, this is like what 92 1991 92 and all the stuff that i was reading in that book not all but a lot of the stuff is stuff that's what's what's going on today, like virtual reality, the internet, and a lot of the stuff that Hero does, which is get, gets gets online, puts on his headset, and he's in his virtual world. And even without the virtual reality, it it reminded me of uh, that one game that a lot of people play. Jesus, people love this fucking game. It's called Second Life. So. This virtual world reminded me of, okay, this is where, it's, it's like, this is where Second Life came from, which they do in movie form on The Gamer, the movie The Gamer. They, that whole virtual world, not a virtual world, but it's people being avatars for other people who are controlling them over the internet as if it were a game. So it, it's, it, it's kind of like Second Life, but with real people in the real world. And, this whole virtual world that Heroes in on Snow Crash is called the Metaverse, which Zuckerberg went on and stole and named his virtual world for Facebook. He named it the Metaverse. So, yeah. Yeah, and they were, man, they were talking about stuff in that book. I'm like, wow, we have that shit today. It's like USB right there, like, you know, thumb drives. That's cool. So, yeah, I, I thought that was cool. I mean, that that's the one thing I liked about Snow Crash. But... But yeah, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and move on from fucking movie news because I want to talk about... Now, this is going to be totally fucking different right here. Totally different. And if you want to tune out, that's fine. But this is all going to be... Not all, but I'm going to be talking a little bit of Destiny 2 and Diablo. So, the reason I want to talk about this is because I'm a Guild Wars 2 player. I got 16,000 hours on Guild Wars 2. So, Diablo 4 players find gold economy to punishing dude these players would not survive a day on guild wars 2 guild wars 2 if you want to make gold you gotta grind the fuck out of events for gold people 
are so crazy for gold. Like, they'll do anything in that game. They take care of their dailies right at reset for that two gold. They don't fuck around with gold on Guild Wars, man. They don't. So Diablo 4 players, yeah, cry harder, man. Get fucking used to it. <laughs> Fuck them. Well, I'm going to be playing Diablo 4 soon, but hey, I'm, I'm used to this type of shit. But yeah, we're going to be talking about... Yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way a bit. Right now, when I, I want to talk about Destiny 2. So there's a lot of shit that's been happening lately with Destiny 2. A lot of its content creators... I wouldn't say have been bashing it, but they've been criticizing it. And rightfully so. Because Bungie, the developers, they've 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 gotten lazy. They've gotten lazy with the content, with the story. They they give us new weapons, but everything's just reskin of old weapons. They're raising prices on season passes. They're making it pay to win. You know, everything got snuck in. And suddenly you're just like, oh, it's a pay-to-win game. Like, okay, here's a new expansion. All right, cool. All right. After the expansion, we're going to release a dungeon. Oh, so we're going to get that for free because it's part of the expansion? No. So you want to run the dungeon? That's 20 bucks. Okay, that sucks already. But then there's, hey, you know what? Check this out. I got this new gun here called the Unforgiven. It's a, it's a badass void SMG. It's got some cool perks. It's perfect for Void Warlocks. Cool, how do I get it? Well, you gotta pay 20 bucks because you can only get it from the new dungeon. Yeah, that's pay to win right there. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Especially the new dungeon, Ghosts of the Deep, has an SMG that is very close to the PvP, the Immortal SMG. And it's really hard for a lot of people to get because you can only get it from Trials of Osiris, which is the try-hard endgame for PvP players. So people who want it, they're like, you know what? I'll just do the new dungeon. I'll just farm out the new dungeon till I get the roll on the uh, this new SMG. That's a lot like this fucking like the immortal. But you gotta pay twenty bucks for that as for to get even to even be allowed to play that dungeon. That sucks, man. That is pay to win right there. My bestie was gonna was gonna play Destiny too, or was gonna get back on because she played for a bit and. Right when she got on with, you know, with the update that they're going to make it to where you really don't have to grind out gear just to get your light level up. Right when that happened, I told her, you know what? You, you might not want to play it because this game is full of elitists. It really is. If, if you go to the LFG, the looking for groups on the actual app or on Discord, there's going to be a lot of people who say know what to do. If not, you're going to get kicked. If you don't bring enough DPS, you're going to get kicked. If you don't know how to do this, you're going to get kicked. There's no room for anyone to fucking learn. It's a very toxic community. Don't let don't ever let anyone tell you that Destiny's friendly for all types of gamers. It's not. It's toxic on the PvP side and on the PvE side. And shit, it's even toxic with its fucking prices with Bungie here being pieces of shit fucking stealing everybody's money. He goes, do you want a season pass? Well, it used to be $10, which you have an option to buy our currency to buy the season pass with. But it's $12 now. But we don't have a $12 option. We do have a $15 one or a $20 one. So the season pass really costs $15. That's some bullshit right there. Fucking inflation, right? I know that's going to be there. It's inflation. I'll fuck you. Get the fuck out of here. But 
I would not recommend Destiny 2 for anyone who's curious about it. Like, why do I keep playing it? Really, because I'm kind of bored on of uh, bored of Guild Wars 2 right now. I'm burnt out. I'm just waiting for it to. Uh, the new expansion comes out and uh, comes out next month, so I'm excited for that. I ain't gonna, I ain't, no bullshit, man. I'm excited for that. So I'm ready to go back. Destiny 2, on the other hand, mm, I've done so much. I have so much. And if I were to quit right now, it'd be stupid. But to take a break from it, I mean, yeah, that'd be fine. Hopefully Bungie can, I don't know, fix stuff. Fix their prices on everything. And you know what the fuck would solve this? If the gamers actually uninstalled this fucking game and played something else. You'd see those motherfuckers at Bungie quickly jump on shit and start working on all their fuck-ups. All their intentional bullshit of ripping us off that's where the fuck you know that that's what would happen i mean if one fucking beer can can make a shitload of people boycott bud light how the fuck is one dev ripping us off so fucking hard how is that not enough to make its player base say you know what let's uninstall until they fucking make it right they won't that's the sad part you know just like blizzard um Everybody's all about equality. Everybody's all about women, uh, women's rights, and we gotta treat women fairly. Everybody's all about that. But when Blizzard does something and tries to cover up the death of a woman, everybody just turns away because it's Blizzard and they want to keep playing Overwatch. You know, a, a woman was being sexually manipulated, and man, what else? What's the other term? I wouldn't say assaulted, but then her boss was taking it and very taking advantage of her and she couldn't she couldn't handle it and she committed suicide all because of her boss from blizzard who was a pervert and they've done things to women very shit things to women but even women who love overwatch love world of warcraft all their bullshit of saying fuck misogynist and all this shit no, they, they don't fucking care because they don't want to uninstall World of Warcraft. They don't want to uninstall fucking o- Overwatch. Oh, one girl killed herself? Well, you know what? That's not enough for me to fucking uninstall this game. There's nothing but fucking hypocrites out there. And the reason I bring up those two games is because the woman who killed herself, her boss, was the game director for World of Warcraft. And the guys who were crawling around the office looking up girls' skirts as they worked were the guys from Overwatch. That's why I specifically say those two games. And Blizzard were, were, were caught shredding papers to documents during the investigation. So yeah, fuck this shit, man. People are fucking stupid. That's all I gotta say. Fuck, I guess I'm fucking stupid too because I'm gonna be playing fucking Destiny 2 later. Shit. But yeah, that's it for now. I'm, I'm just gonna close, close it off with this. Don't play Destiny. Don't play Destiny 2. Fuck Bungie. <laughs> that's it. Peace.